When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The Jason and Alexis podcast is brought to you by our friends at Sears Imported Autos, serving four generations of happy returning customers. Sears Imported Autos is just 10 minutes west of downtown on 394 in Minnetonka. More information at SearsImports.com. I need service. Like a refill on your drink? Or some more dipping sauces? No, goobers. I need service on my car. Oh, okay. But I still want a refill on my drink. Well, I'm sure the professionals at Sears Imported Autos can help with that because they literally do everything for you. Yeah, I've heard you mention that. Didn't Colin just take his car into the service department at Sears? He did, and it was amazing. And we've owned a few car brands. We've been to a few places. But the service at Sears was beyond. They gave him a free Mercedes loaner while his car was being worked on. Oh, fancy. Oh, absolutely. And obviously with COVID, safety is so important to the family at Sears. If people request, the service pros at Sears Imported Autos will pick up your car, perform the repairs, clean, disinfect, and get it back to you safe and sound. And I must say it feels so nice and it gives you that great peace of mind. I know some places make it a pain to schedule an appointment. How is it at Sears? So simple. No horrible phone trees. You can schedule an appointment right online at SearsImports.com. No wonder Sears won best of the best from Mercedes in 2018 and 2019. To me, they are fabulous. No, 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 no. No, Fibulous, every day, every year, for over 55 years, serving four generations of customers. And let's just say, very few can say that. Sears Imported Autos, 10 minutes west of downtown Minneapolis on 394. And online at SearsImports.com. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk 107.1. Welcome back, Jason and Alexis. I'm Alexis. Miss Shannon. Kenny. All with you this morning. Happy Friday. Jason and Don, both on vacation. Jason will be back Tuesday. Yes. And Don will be back on Monday. And actually, Jason will be back just in time. For a special broadcast, because we have Ooh, yes. a virtual broadcast that's coming up 
with Voyage Healthcare. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can donate online. You can also, they have four locations that you can drop off toys. Of course, we'll make sure that we get them to the children and family at the Ronald McDonald House just in time for the holidays. We have a lot more broadcasts coming up. Make sure you check out mytalk1071.com, keyword Santa for details and more. And so I know we're going to get to your friend's letter about yeah. Santa, but we encourage people to go ahead and tweet us if they had any funny ones. So Amanda showed us. Some? Good. Yep, Amanda showed us one. She said that her four-year-old had asked for a pirate set, but he wrote the T sideways and actually asked for a pirate sex. <laughs> Whole different thing. Cardi B would probably approve. So, yeah. Like, it's so cute. Like, so you can go ahead and see that they tweet. Uh, uh, Amanda tweeted us, so that is adorable. He's like, oh. "Yes, okay, we we get what you mean." Uh-huh. All right, <laughs> yes. And I like this one. Uh, uh, they say that um, every year their seven year old tells Santa every year, "I've been good." But could be better. It's like, it's like, so Amanda says every year, seven years, like, close enough, right, Santa? Yeah. I'm in there. I'm yeah. in there. The majority of the time, I'm good. Come right. on now. Give me a gift. Exactly. We're good. I earned the Legos. Bring those Legos. So, oh, I love yeah, that. Well done. So thanks for sharing. Anybody else, you can hit us up. Yes, or email the show, too, at mytalk1071.com. Mm-hmm. So my friend Liz, she sent this um, this letter that her daughter wrote. I believe she's eight. She could be nine. But, you know... Little still, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she, this is so sweet. She's the oldest, so she wrote for her two sisters and for her mom as well. <laughs> yes. So here's what she said. <laughs> Dear Santa, I want a Fitbit. Okay. Oh. A Baby Boy Alive doll. Mm-hmm. A Barbie style head. Okay. A Poopsie. Mm-hmm. Fidgets. <laughs> Shopkins. Uh-huh. Mini brand stays. And mini brand food. Mini brand, I, that must be like little Shopkin things, right? Okay, Those little yeah. things, okay? Mm-hmm. My sister, my sisters would like flippy shirts, a baby doll, <laughs> Uh-huh. Balls, magnetiles, which is a fantastic toy. If you don't know about those, do okay. you have those for Don? I don't. I'll look them up. Oh man, it's like you know, it's like Legos and then magnetiles. Oh, gotcha. Next, mm-hmm. If you ask me, and a car seat. That's what our sisters want. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. My mom, yes, would like a maid. <laughs> And an arm lift. (laughs) She's been listening to the adult conversation. An arm lift? Yeah. Her mom's like, yeah. Her mom's all like, these things, this this chicken wing is not working for me. The chicken wing is not working for me. I love my chicken wings. I earned these chicken wings. So I'm like, (laughs) I like the maid. We all. That is a good, yes. Well done. Oh, I just remember, like, yeah, don't we all? We all She's want like, a and Botox and <laughs> a nap. And <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I am down with that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. We all need, yeah, we all need a maid. You know? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's what I was like thinking. Wow, we're tipping them. But I'm like, I need one in the first place. Oh, <laughs> you should do that, Alexis. Like yeah. I, I have someone come from Vividly Clean, Vividly Clean once oh. every two weeks. Oh, and it was nice. one of those things when you're like, okay, I only have so much time, and my house is never—it's not dirty, but it's messy. It's very lived in, yeah. and so it's nice to have somebody come and do the corners and scrub behind the things and what and mop and all these things. It's just stuff that I wasn't getting to because yeah. I'm always tidying. We have a kid, so I'm constantly running around him cleaning up that stuff. Yeah. But it's like, when do I have time to deep clean anything? 
Yeah. Because, no, it's just like I'm too busy doing the tidying up every day. So that was one of the things I gave my present to myself yeah. a couple of years ago. That's a good present. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I might need to do that. Yes. <laughs> it will. I'll ask Santa for that this Yes. <laughs> I think you should. So, the Kenny, if you, got to, if you got to put something on your, your Christmas list to Santa, what would you like? If, you're, if your kid was uh, uh, still writing your letters, yeah. what do you hope they want to write on it? Uh, for me? Yeah. What yeah. do I want? Yeah. Uh, well, it costs just under $300. It's mm-hmm. a, um uh, electric or battery-operated grease gun. Oh, okay. Ooh, yeah, all right. DeWalt. Um, I looked up on, uh, yeah, all of my stuff. I just buy my own Christmas presents. Of course and, you do, because it's, it's very particular, it sounds like. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I don't actually go to the store with an agenda. I just walk around and go, oh, that's it. <laughs> okay. All but right, I like I, that. Whatever the when spirit I heard moves you. you. Were gonna, I heard you guys were going to do this. I just Googled funny christmas letters oh what'd you find Mm -hmm. oh the internet is full of oh yes hilarious Uh, you have a favorite santa uh dear santa you better bring my pony this year or there will be consequences (laughs) because that's what santa needs threats right (laughs) that's what's gonna work (laughs) dear santa what kind of pony i don't want the other nine things on my list i sent my father I only want the puppy. Every time I think Uh, about not getting a puppy, it makes me sadder and sadder. (gasps) I just want one little puppy, just one. (laughs) All all I'm asking for is one little puppy, perhaps a Labrador, a German Shepherd, or a Husky. (laughs) Thank you. If I discover a puppy in a box under the tree, thank you. Love, Emily. And I bet you Emily did not get that puppy. <laughs> like, yeah, because her parents are like, "You are not getting this." Puppy. Maybe a little plushy. I, exactly. <laughs> it's like semantics, but this is what you get. It's an interpretation. Santa, I'm so sorry for what I did in the past, and thank you for all the Christmas uh, letters you sent me. I love it. But what I want for Christmas this year is fifty-three billion dollars. Please write another letter this year. I love you. Specific. Very specific. Mama wants that, too. Amen. Dear Santa, I don't know what this kid, this sounds like a letter I, I would write. Santa, I just want you to know I love big butts and I cannot deny it. That is what I wanted you to know. He didn't even ask for anything. I wonder if there's a kids' oh bot gosh. version of that song. If that and that's oh, what he must be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this one just came in from Sarah. Uh-huh. Dear Santa, I don't believe in you. Wow. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> but my mom's making me write this note. So if you could tell the elves to make a G.I. Joe jet, that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? Some people, they do, life gets real, real for some little kids fast. <laughs> Seriously, the only thing yes. I ask for, and I do it every year, and I learned this from my grandpa, I want long underwear and I want warm socks. That's all I want. You yeah. ask for that? Yeah, yeah, that's all You've I want. You've done that your whole life? Uh, no, I'd say the last 15 years. That's a drag. And it finally occurred to me, I don't need all this you other need it. Yeah. Yes. crap you're giving me that I, I'm not going to use. I don't need a, a tin of peanuts or, or whatever it is. <laughs> I feel like I just, just buy my own peanuts. <laughs> they're not expensive, just long underwear and warm socks, and I'm happy. Okay. And I truly am happy. Right, because then you know what's coming every year. Yeah. yeah. So you like, the, oh, see? Yeah. Mm.
Yeah, my grandma used to live by that when we were kids too. She'd take a six pack of granny panties uh-huh. and give and split them up between my sister and my cousins and me. And my sister's younger than me, but all of our cousins are older than us, so yes. they'd be the oldest cousin size. So mine wouldn't fit for like four or five years. <laughs> you gotta grow like, hanging into on them. to them, hanging on to them, just taking up room, using them as dust cloths until you get around to using them. Yes, but we just get one panty. I'm like, grandma, thanks. Right. <laughs> And but you have I, to be uh, you have to be grateful because grandma got it for you. Right. And now I'd give anything to get granny panties from yeah. Grandma Mona. You know, yeah. you think yeah. about it. And it was it's a useful gift, you're right, Kenny. Yeah. And it's memorable because it's like <laughs> she split up a six pack. <laughs> I I am a big fan of giving what people say they actually want. So if Kenny, you legitimately mm. want that, that's fine. But if you're doing it just because you don't want to inconvenience people, then I don't think that's fair no, either. I want them. Okay. Yeah. Um, somebody made a mistake though a couple of years ago ago and bought me a pair of women's long underwear uh, and there's no vent in them <laughs> so i got my knife out i got my knife out oh my and gosh. made my own vent yes but the vent in male uh, boys it's yeah. kind of a, like an envelope it folds over uh-huh yeah but when you cut a hole in it it just it folds oh, open it's just open there all the time and it's always out. Right. You have to darn around. You have to darn around yes. the new opening so, so that got, it doesn't continue. Yes. So you have to be really careful with the zipper. Uh, or really have a lot of fun careful. with the roommate. Just walk around. Whoops. Like, this is what we do. What's up, baby? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just walking around the roommate. Somebody's going, looking at you. Yeah. What's up, baby? It's like, could you please park your anaconda somewhere else, Kenny? What are you doing? I'm just trying to eat cereal. Is that that's Mix-a-Lot, isn't it? That's yes. Mix-a-Lot, isn't it? And a cotton don't want, want none. none unless you got buns, <laughs> right? Back to with that little boy, right? Santa. Killing me. I like this one. So Panda said that um, uh, uh, her parents finally told her that Santa, who came to their Korean adoptee parties every year, was her uncle Mike. Oh yeah. And she Santa's says I helper. was I was twenty one when they told me, and I still felt so betrayed. <laughs> like oh no my whole childhood was a lie oh, shoot. <laughs> Dang it. Oh. oh let's end this with a cute email from michelle she says that one year her niece asked for a big box of love for christmas oh. so her sister-in-law asked the family to write on paper hearts something that they loved about her and then she put them all into a giant box oh. wrapped it up and when she opened it on christmas morning she hung them all over her room oh, oh that's cool. beautiful isn't that cute yes yeah. mm-hmm something you can say forever spread some cheer yes Yes. love it love it oh yes hey we got to take a break when we come back we've got the dirt alert with Mm -hmm. elizabeth reese hey lex are you smile ready um i think dawn are you smile ready just give me three minutes and then yes (laughs) well good because it's time to be smile ready for all those fall events like weddings reunions halloween i mean you wear a mask but sure Dr. Amy at Hughes Dental can help you be smile ready with a great offer happening right now. Now, through the end of the year, Dr. Amy is offering $1,000 savings when you commit to a minimum of four porcelain veneers. So many of Dr. Amy's patients take advantage of this offer. You're going to love the way you look with your new smile, and you get to save money while doing it. And it's so easy to get started. Just go to Hughes-Dental.com and click on the free video. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Well, consult requests. And when you talk with our friends at Hughes Dental, don't forget to say you heard about them on my talk. As I always say, Dr. Amy is the best at what she does. She's the Yoda of cosmetic dentistry. Yes, I was reading some reviews and they are spectacular, like this one. I started with a video consult, which was very informative. Next, I went in for a consult with Dr. Amy and Jackie. They were able to temporarily put a composite over my teeth to show me what they would look like if I got veneers. That process was also very informative and fun to see the results. Should I read the next one like Yoda? Um, maybe in our next commercial, Lex. Okay. To get started, go to Hughes-Dental.com to learn more about Dr. Amy and her staff. And then when you're ready, click on the free video consult request. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Hi, friends. How are you? Hello, hello. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. It's great to be with you guys on this. I'm ready for a Friday. I've got a jam day, and then I'm ready for Friday. So I hope everybody else is too. Just like it. Get to the races. Yeah, this is it. Alec Baldwin is making tons of headlines today because of this interview he did with George Stephanopoulos. So this is now going all over to every single place and you know every outlet. Alec Baldwin insisting he is not to blame for the fatal shooting of Helena Hutchins on mm-hmm. the set of Rust. Helena Hutchins was a cinematographer. She was just in her 40s. She's a mom. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was killed when the gun that Alec Baldwin was holding went off. Right. A live round was in the gun, mm. shot her, killed her, and also wounded director Joel Souza. So here's what Alec Baldwin said. Um, that there's only one question that needs to be resolved. Just one Where did the live round come from? He said someone put a live bullet in the gun, a live bullet that wasn't even supposed to be on the property. Someone is responsible for what happened, and I can't say who that is, but I know it's not me. So it was an hour-long interview. He was very emotional, breaking down, and he was talking about the shooting, which he says is the worst thing that's ever happened to him. I think that Mm. is definitely agreeable right yes but i mean we played part of it and we're listening to the clips and it i found it very distasteful the way that he was uh dodging blame really? in this particular way yeah it really it really kind of turned my stomach the more I listen to him talk. He's talking about the moments leading up to the shooting as they worked on capturing the best angle for a scene in which he claimed he was never meant to pull the trigger. He was only meant to cock the gun back. Mm-hmm. And he said he was assured the gun was a cold gun by the assistant director who handed him the weapon. And then they were practicing different motions and angles. You know, one thing that I thought was interesting, and I had, I'll be clear, I didn't watch the entire thing. I've been watching clips of it yeah. this morning, so I didn't watch it in its entirety. But... You know, it seems a little interesting how you can like perfectly say this is what he said. This is what she said. This is what I said. This Mm -hmm. is what happened. Because think about like our life, right? Mm -hmm. Like, uh, you know, we just we talk to each other. Like, I can't remember exactly what I just said or how I said it five minutes before we were just on the air. (laughs) You know, like I can't. Yes, that's so true. It seemed very disingenuous and very staged. The one thing about it is it does feel like. 
And, and I think, questions. you know, there's a there's a coping mechanism here, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we tell ourselves a story about what happened Absolutely. in all sorts of different things. And there's that whole, you know, philosophy about memories and how we can kind of shift our own memory and we can actually make our brains believe that something is true, even though it isn't true based right. on what we tell ourselves or based on what we hear from other people. I give mm-hmm. you Brian Williams. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Pora right. Hemplo. There you go. Por ejemplo, yes. That's for, that means, for example, I, in Spanish, you guys, I'm yeah, just bringing exactly. in a little yes. bit of Espanol this morning. Which we like it. the international flavor. Thank yes. you very much, Shannon. Yes, but very my much first so. thought was, who's that? <laughs> I was like, like well, I missed that story. Uh, but I agree with you, Elizabeth, yeah. that it is very, uh, l- like, I was disappointed in George Stephanopoulos for setting up this softball interview for Alec Baldwin. And it's recentering the whole conversation on, well, somebody's in trouble, but not me. Yeah. When we're in the middle of an investigation and it may come out that he's partially to blame for the fact because he was one of the producers on the set. Mm -hmm. So it's partially his job to make sure that the set that uh, that certain protocols are followed. Yeah. And he didn't do that. So yeah. I uh, I get why he wanted to do this interview, mm-hmm. of course, but yeah. it's deflecting at this point. I found very distasteful. I thought it was more damning than anything. Yeah, wow. Mm-hmm. I, I it's like just, the Prince Andrew interview, right? Very oh, right. Exactly. I or the have R. Way Kelly more interview. Questions. Right. Yes. yes. Ocho Ahemplos. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. Other examples. Uh-huh. Yes. I don't yes. know if that was quite right. I only made it till eighth grade in Spanish. Yes. <laughs> See me, amiga. Yes. yes. See Thank me, you. Amiga. Thank yes. you very much. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I Adele is talking about why she cannot watch The Real Housewives. And she says, um, this is pretty funny. So she was on a YouTube tutorial and she said, I know a lot of people love it, but I can't. My brain will die. I can't. (laughs) (laughs) Well summed up, Adele. She did say, I don't know who any of them are, so I don't feel like I can start from the beginning when it's been on for so long. And um, she just said, I'm not going to lie. It doesn't work for me. I'm not going to be able to do it. I think that was pretty funny. My brain will die. Right. Uh-huh. Which those of us who do watch on occasion, we know our brain is dying. I know. Watch. Yes. Mm-hmm. You guys know I had to, I quit a few years ago and I used to watch them all. Yes, and then it was just like one day. It was done. It was actually after I returned from a trip to Africa. It was life changing. <laughs> You're like, I need to redirect my energy. Donna gave me many gifts, and one of them was my time back when I no longer watched. Well done. <laughs> no longer watched Real Housewives. Uh, I just hit the point. One is kind of worth it though. It was where a- they mash up the different cast. The recent one. Okay, oh. that one's pretty fun. And if you're just looking for something light, but I completely understand some of the, especially right. the new cast, where you just don't care about any of them. Ugh. It's just too much. That's I the know. only reason I liked. I, I only watch the episodes that Alexis and Jason tell me to watch. I watch it <laughs> episode by episode. <laughs> yeah. I don't know who they are either. But that's the only reason that I can watch it because I don't have to care. Yeah. So whenever I'm going this, I do not have to be emotionally invested in this at all. That's when I tap in. Well, you have some <laughs> of the best insights anyway because you you don't have the like right. connections with them from you know previous episodes. Right. You can really watch it objectively. Yeah, mm-hmm. you totally can. Mm-hmm. I agree. Demi Lovato saying, I'm no longer California sober. I'm sober sober. Yes. I don't mean to goodness. laugh. I just didn't really know the term California sober. Well, they made <laughs> a big sober. deal when they said it before. And a lot of people were talking about the right. fact that that was not good from a even just to um, talk about being California sober. Right? It makes it very difficult on other people who are legitimately sober. It so. means that you choose to use marijuana, but you remain sober from alcohol. So if you hear the term this holiday season... <laughs> 
then at <laughs> least you're is. in the know. And Demi Lovato is sober, sober, not California sober. There you go. Everybody. Right. Mm-hmm. That's the way to be. You yes. guys have a great day. It was you a nice do. time to start my day with you. Woo. And now I'm going to hit my marathon. Go, Ryan. You run. got this, Elizabeth. <laughs> it's here to stay on Twitch Live. We'll be right back. Outside of talking to you two for three hours, Monday through Friday, my other favorite person to talk to is my therapist. Yeah, I know I'm good, Jason, but I don't have a psychology degree. Hey, Don, you know where you can get one. St. Mary's University of Minnesota. You can earn your Bachelor of Science in Applied Psychology, and it's fully online. Really? Yes, and you can complete it in as few as two years. It's also a degree completion program with a generous transfer policy. I've heard there is such a demand for careers in counseling and social services, school, psychology, and human resources. A degree in applied psychology could provide the foundational knowledge needed to start in these careers. The best part of St. Mary's is its heart. Faculty and staff get to know you and become your allies on your educational journey. That's right, Don. Go to S. M-U-M-N.edu or use my talk keyword St. Mary's. Introverted can't make friends. Pray for better days. Now it's 300K when my day ends. Do you remember last night? Because I blacked out. And I <laughs> All right. Happy Friday, everyone. It's uh, <laughs> December 3rd. We're getting things out here. You know how we do. Exactly. It's Jason exactly. and Alexis in the morning on my talk 1071. I'm Alexis, Miss Shannon, Kenny, all with you this morning. Jason and Dawn both on vacation right. today. And we have some live uh, shows, some casting, some different things to tell you about. Right. You know, what's going on with the Ricardos? You know, I really thought I was going to be able to go see uh, Being the Ricardos next week at a preview screening. And now I think I might have to wait until it actually comes out on Prime Video just because we, the week's getting uh, crabby. But I was I was watching, because uh, Nicole Kidman has been making the rounds talking yeah. about the film. Oh, yeah. And how she was really concerned that she wasn't going to be able to do Lucille Ball justice. Like when she got cast, she's like, okay. I made a, I made good choices. I'm going to do this movie. And then she's like, oh, my gosh, what did I just agree to? Yeah. Like, maybe I'm not going to be able to do it. Yeah. And the people That's were really concerned. That's a real fear mm-hmm. because people love Lucy. Right. And, you know, Nicole's there. She's been out there. She's kind of not oversaturated because she is a very talented actor. actor. Mm-hmm. It's just it felt like for a while she was everywhere. And would, he, would we compare her and her character or to her other characters. Right. Because that some, was my fear. I think there's sometimes when we have certain actors and, and Nicole Kidman has throttled back from this, but she was almost to the point that you couldn't see past the fact that she was Nicole Kidman. Right. And so when she was playing other characters that weren't an actual person, I think it was easier to kind of go, OK, I get it. But were we going to see Nicole Kidman or are we going to see Lucille Ball? And I think that was part of the issue too. And, and it's a similar thing. I think when we have like a Will Smith in a film now where you're going, can I get past the fact that you're Will Smith? He's a really good actor, but it's hard to ignore that it's Will Smith. <laughs> That's so true. Cause <laughs> right. he has such a big personality. Absolutely. And now with his memoir and all the stuff that we know about his personal life, mm-hmm. it's hard not to go. That's Will Smith. Right. And it versus, um, well, cause didn't he just play uh, well, Venus and Serena's dad? dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I wonder, although I do want to see that movie, too. Oh, yeah, I'm going to see that, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, looked, that looks fantastic. And, the, and she, you know, back to Nicole Kidman, she's getting great reviews. Yes. On her portrayal of Lucy. And we also know that her daughter approved of, of both her and uh, Javier Bardem playing right. her dad. So it so. sounds like everything worked out, but yep. it was really, I mean, and that has to be hard whenever you hear a casting announcement and there's this backlash 
as the actor, that's got to be really tough where you're here because that happens often enough. Where we're like, you know, and yeah. we just all turn on them before they even get this, you know, the, the movie's not even done. And we're well, already like, it's not going to be right. Right, and especially when people are saying, hey, it should be uh, Deborah uh, Messing. Because yes. remember, she did the, the live mm-hmm. in front of a studio audience right. and played Lucy, which there's news about that, too. Oh, okay. So that's Jimmy Kimmel's live in front of a studio audience. Mm-hmm. They're doing the facts of life in different strokes. Ah, okay. And that will be next Tuesday, December 7th at 8.30 on okay. ABC. So they're doing the facts of life, and we know the cast now. Oh, okay. The newest addition is John Stewart. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Okay. They're billing him in as a surprise role. Huh. So, not sure what that is, but we do know that Jennifer Aniston is playing Blair. Isn't okay. that perfect? Yes, I like that. Okay. Gabrielle Union's playing Tootie. Mm-hmm. I was going to say Tootsie. Yeah. <laughs> like, what am I doing? Who's Natalie? Natalie is Allison Tolman. Okay. Mm-hmm. Joe is played by Katherine Hahn. Oh, oh, Perfect. yes, absolutely. And Who's Mrs. Garrett? Mrs. Garrett is Ann Dowd. Oh. From Handmaid's Tale. Okay, okay. Because there's She's not a, great a lot actor. Of, of male characters. No. And so, I mean, is it George? Whoever George Clooney used to play? Oh, would that be so special for John? Yeah. Maybe. Interesting. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. And then a, a d- different strokes also. So <laughs> another recreation. I love that they do this. They pick an episode and they just recreate the whole right. thing. It's mm-hmm. really great. John Lithgow. Oh, is this with like, me, Mr. They, Drummond? They, okay, they Mr. Drummond. Um, I got that. They did it for Fast Times, right? They did it. Um, tr- oh, they did it. Was it I Love Lucy? Okay. Wait a second. Was it they, fast They don't do a whole episode, do they? I seem to remember uh, oh. LaBeouf. Le, Le, Shia, Shia LaBeouf did one? Shia LaBeouf. Playing the Sean Penn role. Ah. And, and it was like a table reading, basically. Yeah, the live in front of a studio audience. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, they did the Jeffersons, and they did All in the Family. Huh. And remember <laughs> uh, Jamie Foxx played George? No. Nope. You're thinking of... Okay, <laughs> but... but you're thinking of um, the the live reads around the table, um, right? They and did this that. is the one where they actually do it in. Oh yeah, yeah, they right. act it out. They do it right you. on the set, and yep. yep. Um, so that should be really fun. Right. I'm, I'm excited to see how everybody gets together. And right, and how that comes out. It gives you a little nostalgia feel if you like those shows. They're really fun to watch them recreate it and go. Oh, I do remember yeah. watching that. Yeah. Oh, back to different strokes. Here's the rest of the cast. So we have okay. John Lithgow as Mr. Drummond. We have Kevin Hart is playing Arnold. Arnold. I like that. Perfect. And Damon Wayans is playing Willis. Uh huh. And then Mrs. Dowd. Oh, and uh, Dowd. and Dowd will come back as Mrs. Diaz Garrett for that mm-hmm. one as well. So. It's great. <laughs> Hart's going to get a standing ovation the second he says, what you talking about, Willis? Oh, Absolutely. Oh that's all we want to hear. Yeah, that's that's yes. all we want to hear. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so true. So, so true. <laughs> and then he'll you, look at the camera, too. You know, when, mm-hmm. I was, when I was little, I was I kind of, like, the person that people said that I used to look like was uh, Arnold. Oh. Which is not good for a little black girl psyche when she's yeah. eight. <laughs> But, right. you know, but yeah, but everybody, like, I had my little Afro preps and, and people would always come up to me because I had, like, like round cheeks and stuff and they oh, would literally so ask me to say what you talking about willis like 
on a, on a regular. Did you do it? Yes. Or did you slap him? I, no, because I was like, what you talking about, Willis? Like, yeah. you just get over it. You should have given him a little red fox or something, just the whole other direction. You need to wash your... <laughs> I knew Red Fox when I was eight. My mom was cool, but she wasn't that cool. She wasn't like, here, listen to my old Red Fox albums. And it would have been an album. My mom had like the albums. Right. right. So, yeah. So, I, because I remember listening to Bill Cosby albums and stuff. Like, she had the, the album. Um, so Same. yeah, she wasn't, I'm sure she had the Red Fox album yeah, and she wasn't like here. Yeah, they're hidden. <laughs> no. You don't want the kids to hear that. No, uh-uh. She was not going to sit there. Like, she's like, you stay over there with Bill Cosby albums. Yeah. Just talk about Noah. Like, kind of thing. <laughs> and whatever signature bit he had at the time before we knew that he was what we know now. Oh, yeah. So yeah, so, yeah everybody would come to me and go, say what you're say, say say you talking it. about, Will. And I'm like, oh. Okay. oh my God, every Thanksgiving, I got to say. You just, you just get, it, get it over with <laughs> right. quick. You're like, I know what you're going to ask okay okay yes but what you talk about willis and they would just go oh my god this is so great and i'm like so this is not great yeah none of this is great is that on tape somewhere can <laughs> no. we just play it on Thank repeat somewhere god, no <laughs> i want to see that don't no. you Kenny? <laughs> what's great about this live in front of a studio audience is that norman lear is involved jimmy mm-hmm. kimmel also carrie washington and will ferrell Ooh. oh justin thoreau and jim burroughs they're all executive producers. Oh, okay. So you know it's always, yeah, good. Yes. At least they're trying. There's mm-hmm. a lot of talent there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Lots of good talent and, and money behind it, too. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of talented folks, Donna and Steve, they're setting up right now okay. for their Santa stop today yes. at Twin Cities Closet Company in Mound. Mm-hmm. So make sure you stop by to say, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, they're collecting toys and donations for the families and kids at Ronald McDonald House, and we'll get them to them in time for the holidays. All you need to do is go to mytalk1071.com. There's a whole wish list there that you can pick from. Of course, money is good, too. Right. Just uh, type in keyword Santa, and of course, stop by and say hey to Donna and Steve. All right, we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. Alexis in the morning on my talk 1071 my talk 1071.com and of course get that app tap that app tell your friends we go anywhere with you okay yes. just do it already all right there's prizes in there for you and you get points and uh yeah you can jam with us as Carrie we do every day here. Pocket. That's what we do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Carrie's in your pocket. Mm-hmm. Jason and Don are on vacation, um, and Don will be back on Monday. She's staying in a haunted house tonight and then going to a wedding. Oh. And Jason's in New York City, so there's going to be lots of stories mm-hmm. when they come back. So, Ms. Shannon, thanks for hanging out with oh, Penny Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. We talked about a lot of things. Letters to Santa, <laughs> tipping. We've yes. got barbecue sauce. Right. we got a whole bunch. So, make sure you check our podcast of course we've got a couple podcasts from you oh yes fine folks. yes yes Jen, yes your podcast it's be our geek so my friend jayton satia and i talk about all the geekly goodness going out there uh with the pop culture spin mm-hmm. uh we are doing a new episode this week where we're talking to my friend maggie ferris the very funny comedian Hilarious. yes and so we're talking to her she also just dropped a web series diy kit yourself uh is what it is so you can check oh. that out and go to her website so we're excited to talk to her about all the shows that she has going on and some other nerdly related goodness and so that new episode will be out next wednesday next wednesday mm-hmm. wow. wonderful mm-hmm. i wish i could be that professional what do you mean okay well let me let me ask kenny your your, your podcast yeah uh, 
new episode just came out. Mm-hmm. Want to tell us about yours? Yeah. I have no idea what we talked about. <laughs> um, uh, it's the most unprofessional podcast you'll ever encounter. It's, okay. It's to steal a, a line from Seinfeld. It's about nothing. <laughs> uh, it's just us talking about dumb stuff. I okay. have no idea why anybody would want to listen. It has no ma- it has no mass appeal. I mean, I can understand <laughs> why people from the other podcast I work on, Garage Logic, or people who listen to my talk, I can understand why they might tune in just to you know see hear what you're it. doing. Okay. But we've got no shot at being global. Uh, we're <laughs> regional at the very best. Too funny. Uh, and it's it's actually the Dawn McLean podcast because <laughs> it's it's Dawn as we know her off the air. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Yes. And, and she's really good. She, yes. Dawn is a fascinating person to me. Right. Uh, she is. And last week, Dawn didn't want to be there, didn't want to be at work, <laughs> was crabby, was upset with herself, and it was awesome. She's just... <laughs> just it, raw and real. Just, yeah. It's just awesome. Um, so... And your reactions, you wanna, too. Yeah. Yeah. No, never mind me. Uh, <laughs> if if you want to know what Dawn's like, listen to the podcast. That's okay. the best I can do. All right. She's, hey. she's, a, she's an amazing human. Right. Yeah. And we agree. So go, go ahead and give it a listen. Yeah, the well, name again. Want, the name know, if again. You, if you don't want to, that's fine, too. Uh, <laughs> news from the Krabby Coffee Show. There we go. Yes. At garagelogic.com. <laughs> right. right. Thanks, Shannon. I don't yeah. think I mentioned the name. No, you didn't. That's what I was trying to help. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Shannon. You're did welcome. you say the name? I can't remember. No, he did not. But now we know. News from the GrabbyCoffeeShop at garagelogic.com. Check it out. And you can find BR Geek if you go to our website. Go to MyTalk107.com. Just look for the keyword and you go to our podcast and it's there. So, yes. Yeah. Now that T's could have jumped the shark, but we've got something else. Yes. Exactly. I'm jumping the shark. shark, shark. It's not as good as it used to be. Things have gotten worse, not better. What happened to you? Jump the shark. I'm going to explain to Alexis why her husband was flipping out in the other room last night. And she was like, what's going on? And so what it was is that I used to <laughs> you be. like how I didn't even bother to ask him. No, you're just. I was he's like, in he's there just, freaking out up there. I don't know what's going on. Here's Back to why my stuff. he was freaking out. Because Angel is a big NBA fan, knows everything about what's going on in the NBA. Yeah. Last night, the most amazing thing happened. It was the worst loss ever suffered in NBA history. And it happened last night. It was a 152 to 79 beatdown. Ouchie! (laughs) The Memphis Grizzlies, right, the Memphis Grizzlies pummeled the Oklahoma City Thunder last night. And so, and it was, and and even like, yeah, it, it was just embarrassing. And both of them were like playing without their big stars. So both teams, both teams. But Memphis shot an astounding 62.5% from the field. <laughs> the, the, the Grizzlies bench, their players from their bench outscored the entire Thunder roster. <laughs> is what happened. They went and deep so, bench. Yes, and so even if you look at like the Memphis Grizzlies Twitter account, they're like 60 pieces of honey and scoring and still scoring. And yo, we just keep scoring. Like they had nothing else. <laughs> It would just go they on just and rub on. it in a little bit right. more. Right. <laughs> gotcha, and so gotcha. my favorite response is from the Oklahoma City Thunders uh, Twitter account. So here's what they just said. Regroup and back at it Monday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess. <laughs> what can you say? It's like onward and upward. Right. Let's pretend that didn't happen. It's all up from here. <laughs> <laughs>
Isn't it funny, though? They were so far ahead, they went to the bench and the deep bench, and they just kept Still. scoring and scoring and scoring. So they didn't even try oh, to. They did the, um, the, the chivalrous thing to do, which is take your starters out. You know, yeah. take your starters That's out, true. everybody else go. So yeah. they're like, okay, we're not trying to just run this up. But that has got to, if you're a professional NBA player, and I know you get paid a lot of money to do what you got to do. Yeah. But if you're getting beat down like this, there has got to be. Like the sixteen-year-old kid in you that just wants to go home, just wants oh, to take yeah. oh, yeah. her, and you're off. like, "Man, like, can we just stop?" Is. Right? Yeah. Like, okay, we get oh, it. Gosh. Can we stop? Because there's no like the, what that ten-one rule we used to play when we were kids, where there's right. like you're clearly right. winning, yes. just stop playing. <laughs> right? There's or not- like park league uh, baseball, <laughs> right. or something yes. like that. Yes, where they're like, "Okay, we get it. It's everybody brutal. can just go. Just make it. Just everybody back to the locker room." Well, they need a throw in the towel rule yes. where the coach can just give up. Yes. They should have that. I, I I was a soccer ref for most of high school mm-hmm. in the summers, and it was for like 10 to 12-year-olds. And there were some games. You know, there's like mm-hmm. that one kid that's like so good, right? right. He just right. dribbles right. around everyone, and everybody else is just running toward the ball. They don't stay in their positions. And then by like the 20th goal, you're just like, Can oh. we stop? And it's, you it's just gotta, so bad. Right. It's got to be one of those where you're telling, you have to get to your point where you're telling your players, stop playing effectively like what are they supposed to say right because they <laughs> well going to the bench didn't help they should have like put in the trainer uh the, <laughs> the water, water guide the water gal some people get some people fans out in the, the front audience. row right are there cheerleaders uh, i mean anybody yeah, uh, yeah. anybody that was doing like the half court game at the thing the people that right. were just going to shoot the basket at the, the half announcer court. Or, or make a make a rule you have to do the kenny shot you can't just do a layup you have to bounce it off the floor and into right. the basket that's yeah. just hard on both sides because I'm sure Memphis is like, what, what do you want us to do? We're not just trying to run up. We didn't expect that this was going to happen. Yeah. Like we were like, they were supposed to be a close game. They like blindfold them. Exactly. All of the projections said that it was going like, to be a game that was going to be about 107 to 104 yeah. from, uh, on Memphis's side. Nobody thought that they were going to beat them down like it's this. It's got to be like the Harlem Globetrotters, right? Yes. They're just oh my running circles around right. them. Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, those guys oh are my cool. God. And there's just a picture of like, you know, the, <laughs> a Thunder player just standing there like man <laughs> i wish i wasn't here right now if i had a teleporter i would leave if i, would I was a thunder gone. player i'd just take my cell phone and i'd just be out on the court walking back and forth talking to somebody. <laughs> really? yeah, and you I'm can't do to be that playing defense and but, you're you know. supposed to be professional <laughs> like exactly like you're trying to sit there and keep your your decorum because they're like you're a professional and you're uh-huh. this that's rough, man. Oh, it <laughs> so is. So now go home to Unhell that you know why he yeah, was shouting. Why. He was like howling like a hyena. I'm like, what is going on up there? I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> well, good to see you guys. Um, have a great weekend. Yes. Mm-hmm. Miss Shannon, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kenny, have a great weekend. Yep. And uh, everyone else, yeah. You be you. Yes. Great day. Great weekend. Donna and Steve up next. Remember, they're live at a Santa stop at Twin Cities Closet Company in Mounds. Bye.